Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And it begins in three, two, whoops. Three, two, whoops. <laughs> three, two, go. This is The Boop Show, episode 211 for May 20th, 2019. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Boop Show. It's Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway. He's dancing. I'm not. You have lots of room. You stand through this whole show, don't you? I usually stand through the whole show. That's my Mario. Boing. Boing. I liked it. It looked good to me. Uh, I am uh, in a uh, chair because I'm lazy when I record this show. (laughs) You're not lazy. We've discussed this. Anybody who has a standing desk, you know... There are some things that require sitting down for some reason. Yep. When you're when you're typing certain things, mm-hmm. it, it requires sitting. I've tried to I've tried to program standing up, and I can do some generalized programming when, when it gets really mathy. I have to sit down. And you got to sit down. Isn't that isn't that weird? And then for me, it's yeah. the same when I record a show. If I stand, I get fidgety. I'm already yeah, yeah. kind of fidgety, fidgety, but I get real fidgety. Well, this Tur- this here you, you make fun of my rock and roll rock mic roll out <laughs> but uh that's that's one of the reasons why i use this is because it is if you're if you're just standing there with your hands at your side yeah it's very yeah. uncomfortable yeah when you're podcasting but if you do it like a rock star yeah well i have then, a standing uh, desk it's just that like before the show i did all the prep standing and then i sat right because now we're recording exactly. so that's it that's how it works. It just, uh, look, I, I also sit to play video games. I can't stand playing them. I mean, I can't stand up and play them. I can stand playing right. them. <laughs> I can't stand to play these stupid video games. This is wrong oh, Are language. we recording? Yeah, we're recording, sadly. <laughs> uh, hey, it's back. We're back. We're done. It's time. We missed last week, so we're sorry about that. We're glad to be back, everybody, and we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about uh, this week, and so we'll just get cranking on it. Um, I had to have a bit of a return to an old lover. This last no, week. No, no, no. And I got to blame friend of the program, Patrick Beja, for this because he sends me this um, impassioned message that said, well, I beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey's main story and I'm going to go back and do all the side stuff now. And it's one of my favorite games and I can't believe how good that game is and this and that and the other. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, he's right. That game is great. Where did I end up? Oh, I didn't finish. I should check it out again. And then I got mm-hmm. in and now I'm all hooked again. So that's the first game I'm talking about is Assassin's Creed Origins, which is not a small indie game. It is a big AAA title that came out in late 2018 uh, for, or no, was it early this year? No, late 2018, I think. Excuse yeah, yeah. me, from Ubisoft and uh, part of the popular and uh, ever-evolving Assassin's Creed line of video games. These games are more like The Witcher than they are old Assassin's Creed games at this point. There's a lot of RPG and sort of yeah, that's, stuff going on. That's, that's what I've been hearing is, is, is more like the Witcher series, which is which intrigues me because, once again, I have never played any Witcher. Oh, but I have played some Assassin's Creed. My lord, you need to play the Witcher. we got to get that going. Do you have the Witcher and you just haven't played it, or what? What's the deal? 
let me see. I don't think I, I don't think I have The Witcher. Every time I think I have The Witcher, I don't have The Witcher. Yeah, uh, you should. We should get you a copy of The Witcher. The There's Witcher is a wonderful game, uh, and I go back to that all the time too. So that's another one where I'll just like cave one day and just say, "Oh, I'm in the mood," and I get <laughs> a little scratch. Like it seems like I have Witcher 1 on good old games, and I was like, oh, that'll be a good enough taste, right? And everybody said, no, Brian, you need Witcher 3. Yeah, Witcher 3, experience. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying go back and play 1 and 2, but 3 you can just get in. You don't need to have all the, all the experience of those previous two games. They're too big right. anyway. Plus 3 is enormous. It's like a 300-hour game if you play every, every part oh, of it. It's huge. I got, the Witch, I got The Witcher 2. Assassins of Kings enhanced. What is that? Is that any good? What is, uh, that? what is that? Which I don't know anything about. Well, the t- I played two, but so long ago I don't remember. You want three? Screw two. Yeah, yeah. 2012 is when two came out. I want three. Two is poo. Is my, the way I put it. Two is two is poo. two is poo. So are two you? Is poo. Everybody Take get a do. Get your shoe. Anyway, <laughs> if you're uh, here for if you're here for video game reviews. Do we have a surprise for you? We're singing bad songs. So I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origin or not Origins. I keep saying Origins, Odyssey again. Did I say Origins? I did the whole time, didn't I? What's wrong I, with me? I think you did, but I knew what you meant. I meant you started Odyssey. off and you said Odyssey in the beginning. Yeah, I meant Odyssey. Uh, I played Origins as well and loved that. And Odyssey is more of that and even better stuff. Uh, and I think it's one of the highlights of the series. Uh, there's rumors floating around currently that at E3 this year, which is less than a month away, not even that long, it's like a couple of weeks, uh, that mm-hmm. they will announce a new Assassin's Creed game and that it will be set in the uh, ancient lands of the Vikings, which is extremely exciting to me. So I'm all in on, on whatever that is. Um, but that's not coming out this year. This would be a 2020 release, which... I don't know. 2020 seems like a million miles away, but it's not. It's actually very close. It's just it's so just months away, friend. Yeah. Months away. Just around the corner. It's weird how that feels. But anyway, I uh, really like Assassin's Creed, and I really like this game, and I'm playing it again, and I'm clearing out old stuff, and I've been streaming it, so had a few of you on board while I do it. Um, I love running into janky, funny stuff, stuff that breaks or things that aren't supposed to be the way they are, or just weird character interactions or whatever. Doing that on stream is really fun. Uh, but I, I'm in the mood right now where I kind of crave it all the time, which mm-hmm. probably is a good sign that I'll end up at least finishing the story, if not going back and cleaning out all the side stuff. Cause the side stuff in this game is also really good. And I'm a big fan of, um, going to, into a camp and like having 20 bad guys just like lurking around that place and figuring out a way to just one by one stealth pick them off. I love doing that. I don't know why. Just my thing. Stealth gameplay. One of my favorite things in the world. Uh, you know, uh, tower defense, F you, uh, <laughs> freaking, uh, escort mission, F off, uh, right. stealth stuff. I'm in, I'm all in, give you me, know, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of finicky on the stealth stuff because I remember when, uh, when, when uncharted first came out, I was super excited about, uh, the, the level of storytelling, but I was, I was not too jazzed about all the, uh, stealthy stealthiness that I was doing. And uh, which is funny because I've come around. I like the stealth now. I I really dig the stealth. I think it's um, it's maybe a thing that I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel like that was me too. Like in the early days of stealth gameplay mm-hmm. in games, like the early Splinter Cells, I was always intrigued by them. But I felt like I was kind of bad at them, and I just would fall yeah. off. Now, if maybe they announced if they announced a new Splinter Cell, which apparently is a thing that may also happen this E three, 
I'll just be so beyond stoked. I'll barely right. be able to stand being next to myself. So, like Shadow of War, my favorite part in uh, Shadow of was it Mordor? Uh, both of those, I I love the stealth part of it probably just about as much as anything, other than the Nemesis system that yeah. allows you to you know make enemies proper. Yeah, this game has that too. By the way, you play uh, this game. They call them mercenaries, but uh, same deal. You you find right. these high powered dudes that have weaknesses and strengths and. You get to figure out what those things are, and then when you fight them, you try to exploit those things. It's really the same idea. A little more watered down. My favorite thing about... Um, I don't have to spend a ton of time on the game, because everybody knows what it is, but I think my favorite thing about this particular stretch that I'm in right now is I forgot just how dumb the romancing options are. So a lot of people like that in games. Like in Mass Effect, you got to work for a real long time to get that alien lady to, to hop in bed yeah. with, with a freaking... Uh, who's the, what was his name? Uh, Commander Shepard. Shepard wants to yeah, get a little, yeah, uh, you know, a little action on the side there. So you got to work on him. You got to talk to him all the time. You got to like compliment him. You got to walk up there and go, hey, uh, I noticed you're push- pushing those buttons real good. Oh, thanks, Commander Shepard. Want to do it? And it's like that, right? But it's a little right. more drawn out. In this game, <laughs> it's literally there's a little heart next to the option that if you choose that in the dialogue, it's more likely that you're going to end up with this person. And so oh. like two or three of those hearts and you're like, uh, the person will go, you must go do go do the quest where you have to kill 50 people. And you'll go, that sounds good, but maybe first I come in there and we have a sex. <laughs> we made to make the love. We're I, we're I we're find the Game the of Thrones, you always make the love before you go make the war yeah. because you don't know. Because <laughs> making the love after the war, that's, that's sometimes uh, complicated. Yeah, but here's the worst part. Yeah. It's always just like, Ugh. then you walk into some closed door and then the thing fades out, and then it fades in, and you walk out like everything's all good. And then, yeah, so the kind of like it's like watching an episode of The Bachelor, a little bit, or The Bachelorette, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, there's just all implication. But the best part yeah. about it is, <laughs> there's one I was in yesterday. It was clearly some sort of orgy. It was like <laughs> three dudes and a couple chicks, and then me. I'm playing the girl in my run through. She's great, by the way. The guy's right. kind of a, a doughhead, but the girl's great. Uh, Cassandra is her name. Cassandra. 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 Um, she goes into this room to get it on with all these idiots because the chat room voted for that and not leaving. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever. It doesn't have any impact really on the gameplay. So the, she goes in there, and you hear this is what you hear. You hear, ooh, ah, yeah, ooh, wow, rrr, like this. And then, and then she walks out. I mean, it's the most ridiculous, laughable, dumb thing I've ever seen. But I you love say it. she walks out. Yeah. I've seen enough. Uh, I've seen enough raunchy, raunchy comedies. Does she walk out? You know. Uh, walk of shame style or is she just like whatever man no she's cock of the walk she thinks she's been she's she's shown everybody what for she likes to walk ah. out going yeah look at me it's a very empowering uh sort of character i assume the dude is the same uh right but, uh there was the also dude, a, and the dude sulks off in the back he's like mm-hmm. yeah those guys look grumpy back there but there's also a goat in there um i don't know why uh, what I yeah there's a goat there <laughs> and i don't know if the goat participates in their um debauchery i don't know if there's no goatery no. happening, mean, but he's in yeah. there. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta have the goat's milk to have sex. <laughs> he right? said, well, wait, one of them did say the goat likes to watch. This guy told uh, that me. Is, that is hilarious. These disgusting ancient Grecians just walking around in their underwear going, hey, maybe you don't have to go do your thing so fast. You could come in here. <laughs> and then you do it. And then when you're done, you're leaving and then you go, so anyway, I'm going to go kill these eight dudes for you. Okay, sounds great. I'll give you a gold when you come back. Like, they just kind of forget that they just had this tryst. Is, is the, are the goats are the ones that scream like humans, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh God, I would love that. <laughs> they don't do no, it in the, 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 in the game. 
that like thing, a, that, oh, that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that? Yeah. Like, I have a goat sound. Hold on. That would be great. There you go. Horse make you. No, 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 no. Horse make you. To eat things and to make a billy goat puke. No, no, no. Where's the mm. one with the goat? Oh, here it is. Goat yell. Ah. There you go. Ah. That's an actual goat. Yeah. It sounds like a dude. That's great. That's great. Goat make Actually sneeze. sounds like sounds yeah. like a old old model car is what it sounds like. Oh, it does. Get out of my way. Ah. Move, move. Ah. <laughs> Has to be a little shorter. Like mm. Anyway. Ooga. Uh I love it and I think it's one of those games that's so big and overwhelming that it's easy to fall off of it because new games come out. You're like, oh my attention's elsewhere at the moment. But at the at the moment right now, Rage Two didn't really do it for me, and I'm like, you know, let's just dip back into a thing that's just sitting in my library burning to be played, and this was it. And it's just a gorgeous game. Also, I upgraded my video card not long ago. <gasps> what? And it looks so good, dude. Oh, that game looks good. What a pretty I'm game. Jealous. Something now, weird. Now, are you still? Yeah. Are you still? What kind of? Are you, is this PC? PC. Oh yeah, always PC. For what you put in there? Uh, it's, a, it's a 2080. It's not a TI, not the TI, just the... Uh, oh, but still, oh, I'm just poor Scott, and well. it's all playing 2080. <laughs> I mean, I admit, it's a very nice upgrade to the 1080 I was running before this. Uh, right. pa- I passed the 1080 down to one of the kids, right. and then uh, that's how you do it here in the Johnson house. You get my dirty, my sloppy seconds. Oh, wait, that right. means something else, doesn't it? I shouldn't talk to that. That, you didn't want to say that to what you know. Yeah. yeah, you get my dirty, dirty, you get my hand-me-downs there. There you go. You get my old electronics like a good father would do, just like my father did before me. Yeah, this is, this is the generational thing. We got to pass down our old electronics. So that's what I did, and it plays really great and looks beautiful. And that game rocks. So uh, if you've been on the fence or find it on sale, or even if you pay full price, I don't think you can go wrong. Um, do you game it all on your Mac anymore? Uh, here and there, yeah, depends. PC. It's a, it's it, it depends. If I've got a game that um, see that streaming thing that works to your tablets and stuff, also has always worked from like a Mac to a PC, PC to a Mac or whatever. So right. I can I can play anything I want on the Mac side if I don't feel like getting up. But the thing is, they're right next to each other here, so it isn't that big a deal. <laughs> so what I will play if I'm playing on a Mac is like 8-bit yeah. indie looking. Stuff we talk about on the show a lot, I can that's, play that's in here. That's what I do, too. Yeah. I do the same thing. Yeah. And then I forget that I'm not nearly as prepared on my Mac for uh, video streaming or capturing and I end up just playing, which is kind of like a nice little change because a lot of times I'll feel pressure as a podcaster and a broadcaster to uh, broadcast all of my gameplay. And this is and the controller I use, by the way. On the, on the is it? Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, what is it? You're showing a picture of it? Yeah, I'm showing you on the video. Do you see it? All right, I'll Oh, it's like a Bluetooth uh, NES controller? Yeah, Super NES. Well... Not really super, super yeah, NES. because it's not square. This it's one's be it, it is NES in design though. Like you're right. right, but it has two analog sticks on it. It's got shoulder buttons, two sets, basically everything that. you need, and it runs just Bluetooth. Is that, Pe- people usually is that buy a Nyko? these. What is that? No, it's uh, who makes this? Is Nyko Three... still a thing? Nyko? I forget the name of this place. They make really cool controllers. They have SNES oh. ones. They have little mini uh, uh, Genesis six button ones. They have, and they're all really well made. Cannot find the name on it. And while I was just looking at you, I just realized this week uh, yeah. the Boob Show is sponsored by Adidas. What? <laughs> don't, for, don't forget about our new Adidas sponsorship. What are you talking look about? Your look at your look oh, at your shirt, we're fool. both wearing one. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Weird. We didn't know that. Okay. Uh, 
Hey, guys, let's take a moment and talk about shoes. You know, every man comes to a point in his life where his shoes are just shit. So, no, we don't. They, they need and to that's the us, rest so. of the story. That's Thanks, funny. Paul Harvey. Anyway, this is a great controller. People should buy it. I forgot the name of it, so it's not really going to help you. Oh, here it is. Oh, it's 8-Bit-Do. Oh, 8-Bit-Do. Eight, the number 8-Bit-Do. Eight. 8-Bit-Do. Eight uh, they have a huge selection. All really good. Get it on Amazon if you want. They even have click-in sticks on this thing. Oh, is it 8-Bit-Do or 8-Bit-Do? Oh, well, I always say Do, but is it Do? 8-Bit-Do? Right. Ooh, what, wait, what is this? This is, a, this is something else. This is like uh, uh, turn your original wire, wire PlayStation and PlayStation. Oh, you can do all kinds. It's like a maker thing. Yeah, no, it's awesome. They have all okay. kinds of rad stuff. 8-bit, do, do. They also make, uh, let's see if I can find it. Oh, this is cool. Their website, they got all what? kinds of poop on the website. Um, yeah, you see those. So it is 8-bit so DO, right? 8-bit DO, yes, correct. Dang, oh, they got, they got mod stuff here. I can make my own from my other jazz. Yeah. Or you can buy one of these oh. mini controllers. Do you see all these rad controllers they've got? Yeah, yeah, but I can make stuff. Yeah, I guess you can. <laughs> I want that Genesis six button, and I want let's see, yeah. I want that red cool. or yellow uh, SNES layout. Yeah, those are so cool. What's this one down here? That looks neat. Oh, they have a bunch of these. Oh, they've like got this. a ton of stuff. Wow. Yeah, they do. Jeez, man, where'd you find this cool? Did they send you something, or did did you? No, purchase no, no. This I bought the, I bought it on Amazon, but I never looked at their website before. I've only just bought Amazon stuff because somebody had said, right. "Hey, if you're doing a Raspberry Pi." You want to Wish get one of these because any of these are really good with with that, I guess. Yeah, I'll um, tell you what's not great is the is the couple of classic controllers that come with the NES. Boy, those things, the uh, the NES Classic thing yeah. or Mini. Yeah, those you forget how square those controllers are and how how our hands were not meant to play games at square controllers. This is true, especially our thumbs. They weren't great, uh, but the SNES controller that thing holds up. And that's yes, why yes, this one, that's why the one I got is round because I think it's, it's closer yeah. to that design. Oh, this just makes you want to buy more of these. I need more controllers. I just picked up a red controller. It was Xbox, uh, the Xbox one controller. I just picked up a, I don't know why I wanted red. It matches my laptop. Nothing wrong with that. That's great. I have a problem, Scott. No, that's great. Look, matching controllers. I've been using, I've been going back and forth here a little bit. Oh, this is my Nimbus. So I use this for Steam Link. Uh, when I go back and forth with uh, playing my, I was talking pre-show to the chat room. I didn't I haven't talked about this on the show, oh, but yeah, I, like um, I play. I use this to play on my iPad when oh, I yeah, Steam Link to it because that apps out and works great. By the way, you're pointing um, at the wrong camera, I believe. What, what oh, sorry. So this is can... you, and this is them. Ah, oh, you, okay. Them, oh, you, them, you, you, them. them. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, I have two cameras, and then we got. Uh, I, I still kind of hate it, but you know the Steam controller. How they ever made this without two analog sticks, I'll never understand. Yeah. It, well, you know, and, uh, well, I really had a good time with the Steam Controller. And I still like the Steam Controller, but it is a learning curve. Like, nobody's business. It shouldn't be. And it, it should just work and be used to what people are used to and give me two sticks. Well, but that's the problem, Scott. The two sticks aren't two pads, which those are, which allow you to make gestures uh, yeah, but that's stupid because that, that's just for like weird keyboard and mouse situations. In right, actual right. D-pad use, this is a horrible D-pad. Terrible The worst D-pad known is, to man. You can't play a fighting a game worth shit with that. The, nope. the analog control is fine, but there needs to be two of them. These buttons are all too close to each other for the A through Y. 
Like right. it's just got problems, man. It, it was it was out. very uh it was it was very um they really, they really wanted it to work and I really wanted it to work, but it just I, I couldn't find a consistent uh use for it. I still pop it out and play with it though. What? I still other... pop it out and play with it. Yo, though. I what? said it. Whoa, you did say it. Never take it back. This right here is a black 360 or sorry, a black Xbox One controller, which is usually my go-to on PC games. However, lately uh I just liked the feel a little better of my PS4 controller. So I'll swap around with these sometimes, but my PlayStation so 4 controller is great. We're, on my PC. we're glad you guys could all be here for our initial uh, Control This episode of uh, a podcast me and Scott are starting. Welcome to Control This, <laughs> brought to you by Adidas. Brought not, to you by Adidas. Not really. Anyway, Brian, let's talk about your game, Stories Untold. I saw this for free on uh, Epic. you got to tell me if it's worth it or not. Even downloading. Well, yeah, is it, is it worth free? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the Epic Game Store continues to give away those games every couple of weeks, and this is the latest one, Stories Untold. It like, kind of looks, when you look at it, if you've been exposed a lot to the Stranger Things phenomenon, uh, the, the Netflix original series, you'll notice that this looks a lot like uh, that kind of marketing for a reason, because this, is, uh, this game is set uh, in the 80s, uh, it's an anthology game uh, that uh, uses elements of the old word-type games. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. the the text adventures? Sure, Zork, so, that sort of thing. Sure. Right, so it's it starts there, and there's uh, four chapters so far that I've played. I'm not sure if they're planning on uh, going uh, beyond that. Uh, but this is uh, this was developed by No Code and published by Devolver Digital and is on the Epic Store right now, and it is creepy fun. I I don't know, I don't know if it would be your jam because there are some jump scares, but it's not terribly bad. Most of it's just kind of creepy and eerie. I mean, do you feel like uh, it's uh, a little on the nose by calling itself Untold Stories and and being yeah, story, available? Yeah, stories untold. Yeah. Absolutely, this leans right into uh, this whole idea of of what Stranger Things has probably perfected, yeah. which is kind of that. Uh, things were a little bit weird in the 80s and let's take that weirdness and make it into mysteries and adventures and mm. that's what you have here uh in in one of the chapters the second chapter you actually deal with aliens and mm. uh is yeah you uh and your actions are uh okay so the the, the person you play it seems that a lot of times there's like almost these loops where you're telling your character to do things on screen that are almost, uh, it's like you're, in, you're two characters in the game and you're like the observer and the participant all at once. And some of the things that you do... Like the goat. Uh, Sorry. Go like the goat. Yep. He, so, he both ah! observed and participated. <laughs> Call back. Yeah. But uh, but they got the flavors right, man. The flavors are great. This is this is if you wanted to play a stranger Stranger Things kind of game, this is great. It's a puzzle game uh, in one part, and I really dug the second game probably most of all. Uh, the first game was the the first chapter you play. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away because the part of the fun is trying to understand and, and discover as you go along because the first game is, is all text adventure. Uh, you're sitting at a, a old school looking keyboard with a cassette tape that has a game loaded onto it. And then there's a TV, a CRT monitor, uh, and the, all the descriptions pop up 
and it, it'll describe the location where you're at and set the story up. And then you type in at a command prompt what you want to do using simple commands like look, run, open, uh, and that applies to objects like Can you say doors. like go left, go right, go north, go south, that sort of stuff? I have it right, but it never gets that deep. So I was a little disappointed in that because, you know, those really old text adventure games, one of the fun things about those things is the true depth yeah. of discovery of, you know, stupid crap. You know, like you would you would say, uh, you know, you'd be in a you'd be in the kitchen somewhere, you know, your character would be set in a kitchen and you would say open fridge, you know, make bologna sandwich or something, something obscure. And then you would find out the programmer anticipated you making a bologna sandwich mm -hmm. and says something clever, yep. and, you know, and that, that never, that never really happens, at least in this first story. It also felt, I felt so, like you in those games, you always had a million points of control that you didn't know were there, like commands that would right. come out of nowhere, like, you know, pick up or throw the item. Yes, and then it would yes. say, "Where do you want to throw it?" You're like, oh my gosh, it's gonna let me throw it. Um, and yeah, then I put yeah. dragon. Where dragon. on the where on the dragon eyeball? And then it would hit him in the eye. And it would actually have an effect. Like, I yeah. love that kind of stuff. So the, cool. the depth of uh, thought that went into the the adventure uh, writing was so good mm -hmm. that it's hard to explain to somebody a text adventure unless they've actually played one. Uh, and that that one, like I said, the first chapter was was mostly that, and it was it wasn't it had a good mystery element, and it was fun, but it wasn't as deep as I wanted it to be. The second one was the one that was like I said was the one that I, that really shined to me because you had uh you ha you have a little bit of point and click going on, and mostly keyboard shortcuts, but you were able to uh, take instructions from someone over a headset. So this one was kind of more like uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, mm. where you're like at a control board. Uh, and they really laid out really well the control board and the instructions. And you have to go back and read the manual, and you have to adjust all these uh, sophisticated for 1986 or 84. Uh, you had to adjust all these sophisticated pieces of electronics to do some research experiments on this object. And as it goes along, you learn more and more about the story. And I really dug uh, chapter two. Is it two. the same view? It. Is it just this desk with the keyboard and the screen next to it? And that's yes, it? yes. Oh man, I I I know. I, I really feel like, man, if you could really, if they would VR this thing, mm -hmm. I think that would be great fun to oh, really yeah. get that experience of sitting in, in some dark room with a computer like that and a CRT. I think that would be, I think that would just be really immersive and make it even creepier, yeah. even creepier. But this came out in 2017 and I, you know, they're not really actively developing anything else on it right now, but it's a, it's a good experience. Cool. It's a, it, yeah. Free. Free. Absolutely. On the Epic store. Uh, stories untold. Uh, Get it. It's one of their monthly freebies on there. They do a month yeah, a thing free. They do month. two uh, two a month, I believe. Two. Oh, I thought it was one. They do two? I thought it was just one. I, I think they do one every two weeks, I think, oh. if I'm not mistaken, unless they've changed up. that. Maybe it's oh, maybe it's just that only one is available at any given time, but every two weeks it changes. Right, right. Yes. Oh, okay, I can see that. Correct. Well, uh, enjoy. That looks fun. I should go get it. And I'm also You should totally get it. What's the, what's the cost? Click free. Is it really got a tape tape drive in it in that keyboard? It has thing? a tape drive, and that was one of the things that confused me because I couldn't. When I first started playing, I wanted to do stuff like load game yeah. because that makes sense to my you know my mind. Sure, uh, because that's how I used to load games. On yeah, those no, kind of you computers. store them and load them from there. Sure, right. So I think it was something like I can't remember exactly what it was. It was like play game or something like that. The the like I said, the text adventure part was a a little bit lacking for me, but mm -hmm. uh, it's still it's it's still fun. It's still fun. It's All good right. times. Very cool. Check that out. Here's my next one. 
I play the game also on the Epic Store. Currently, oh. it's only available there. Uh, it's an early access exclusive on the Epic Store, and it's called... Oh, no, you know what? It's in full release. It's not early access. This is out. Mm. Upper, I think it's Operenica. Or it could be, could be Operencia. I don't know because the characters don't say it very often, so I don't know how you pronounce right. it. But it's a PC uh, game. I don't think it's anywhere else. If it is, I apologize. It might be. Um, but, Brian, we're talking about old games. Do you remember a time back in the day where you would play first-person RPGs that were uh-huh. on a grid and you kind of move one square at a time and you go up and slash it and kill a thing and then pick up the loot after it died and all that sort of thing? Is this all sounding familiar to you a little bit? It- does because i played about five minutes of this on the xbox game pass which is currently available oh they do have it on consoles then okay great that's cool well uh i was intrigued because i already kind of like these things and i really liked grimlock was it grimlock grim yeah grimlock's a game okay grimlock one and two you know those games yeah yeah it's a grid-based old school dungeon crawler and you have a you know uh a crew with you, uh, you know, a number of people in your party and you're moving, you know, down the hall and you're killing stuff and you're, they're solving puzzles and there's pressure plates on the floor and, you know, mirrors, you have to like aim at something or whatever. It's all that stuff. Plus there's just regular old combat. Um, you level up and you have mana and health and all that. Well, this is one of those. However, it's, uh, got a couple of things going for it that are very different. One is graphically. It's insane. It's beautiful. Right. Game. Uh, it's got this huge story with some very cheesy dialogue, like kind of in a good way. Like I like cheesy dialogue. I'm not, I'm not, I like really well done dialogue. Like once in a while something will come along, like the Witcher Thronebreaker, uh, top down game that you play like Gwent for the combat. That thing Mm -hmm. has some of the best dialogue I've ever heard in a video game. Um, but then there's stuff like this. That's just a little bit more on the cheese side and I am hundred percent fine with the cheese. It's not a problem. So this is not a knock. Cut me off a piece of that cheese. Yeah, a little bit of that cheese for you there. But um, anyway, it is. It uses the same uh, systems of of it being a grid. So technically, you can only really move forward and back on the map. Uh, here, Chad, I'll show you this map. There you go. And it so it shows this little this little map uh, in the video for those at home. It's just like a almost like grid like um, yeah like grid paper. What's that called? Like graph paper is what I meant. Graph paper. Yeah. I call it grid paper too. Uh, that's basically how it works. And, you know, it's a little like a tabletop game in that way, I suppose, except it's not turn-based. Anyway, you can move freely. Unlike most of the games in this genre, you just can tap forward and back and sideways and whatever. There's not like a free roaming control to it. But this has full first-person shooter control as long as you stay on the path. Okay. If you if you veer off of you know the path, it's going to feel a little weird because it's like, wait, a minute, I can't go over there. Oh, it's not mm-hmm. part of the grid. Okay, or you can just tap forward, sideways to sideways, strafe like you would in an older version of one of these kinds of games, and it it still plays like that. So it can play the old school way, or you can just grab a mouse and start moving like you're playing Halo. Like it's it's pretty cool that it transitions between those two pretty seamlessly. Um, that's how exploration works. Actual combat is turn-based, like these games tend to do. Let's say you're fighting a couple of goblins, you can ambush, them, <clears throat> excuse me, ambush them. All your uh, abilities come up, and it's uh, turn by turn. So let's say it's your warrior's turn. He's got some abilities. You do those. It's now your archer's turn. Then it's your healer's turn. Then it's your wizard's turn. 
And now it's the bad guy's turn and then the other bad guy's turn and so on until you kill them or they, you know, he kills you. Um, Every fight has, you know, it's various strategies and whatever, but it is totally my jam. I love, I love dungeon crawlers of almost every kind. Right. right. Um, So I'm kind of into this just by default. Um, But I really like the presentation. That's the big difference here is they've, they've decided that, Hey, we know that this kind of game is still cool and we know we can make a game like those Grimlock games, but why don't we also let people play it in a way that's like a more modern way of movement and combat and that sort of stuff. And the combo is really good. I really, really like it and would highly recommend it. Now I would recommend it, especially during, I think it's over now, but is that Epic sale still going? It's not, is it? Oh yeah, there was. Uh, as of today, there was still an epic sale going on. Uh, if that's they might the one still do it because it's the one where it's like anything, anything fifteen dollars yeah. or more yeah, yeah. is 15, like ten yeah, bucks off or something. Right. Yes, it, it was still going on as of today. Okay, well then okay. this is your chance because this game is normally up there like at twenty nine or thirty. Well, I mm-hmm. guess that's about a dollar difference. Um, but I got it for ten because of the sale. Yeah, it's stupid, dumb, cheap. For what you get. Also, for ten dollars, you could get the Game Pass for a month and get it on there as well on oh. Xbox. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If you're doing console, absolutely, sure. Yeah. I didn't try controller on here. It probably works fine. Um, I've been playing with a mouse and keyboard, but I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure a controller would be just great in this environment. The way these games play, they don't need anything too crazy. But uh, oh, and that John Wick Hex game is only four bucks right now because of that sale, and that's what? not even out yet. Yeah, I've been seeing that pop up everywhere. That's 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 a really good deal, uh, I think. And mm, I don't know. I'm really into John Wick. Well, for four bucks, so, I don't know how you can go wrong for four bucks. It could right. be garbage, and it's still worth it. Unless they make you uh, kill a puppy. Uh, Fastidious in the chat says, this looks like old school wizardry. That's the game I meant to reference. You're absolutely right, because it is. It's very much wizardry. It's that that old series. It's that style of of dungeon crawling right now the video i'm showing is uh they're out in the open like in the outside of the world mm-hmm. most of the game that i've played so far is spent underground or a good portion of it and uh that's where the that's where the the money is as far as i'm concerned where the real fun is is in the basement <laughs> um <laughs> so i like it a lot i think it's really cool and i'm excited to keep playing it it's also beautiful. That's the other thing I like about it. So you don't feel like you're playing something old. You feel like you're playing a tried and true mechanic that has been brought to a more modern take. And that feels mm-hmm. real good to me. So uh, 100% recommendation on this one so far. And again, I'm not that far. So, you know, give me a little time and I'll, I'll, get, I'll get further maybe and talk about it. But for now, it's good stuff. Brian, yeah. oh, and that again is... Yeah. Sorry, Operancia or Opercernic? I don't know how you say it. You, Op, how I was going to go with Opercenia. I Oper Opadopolis. It's Operancia. That's what we'll go with. Operancia. Operancia. It, it, it's a it, land. It means, it's a place. It is, is, is it Dutch? What is it? Is it a. Uh, it's fake. Uh, it's just fake. No, it's not his real word. It translates to something. I, I, oh. I looked this up earlier. Well, what does it say? What does it mean? I don't know. I type faster, Brian. Here, That's I'm not how you spell pronounce. Operancia. Uh, I'm seeing the. I'm seeing this game everywhere. I'm not right? seeing anything else. Does it mean something? Hold on. Word. <laughs> uh, no, it's all this game. They made it up. Yeah, they made it up. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's cool. Get it. It's great. From, from Zen, from Zen Studios, those yes. guys who brought you those 
pinball games. What? These people. Yeah, those people. Oh, and a quick note. Next week, I will give another Epic Store uh, game a chance. I was sent a code by the developer for Hungry, yeah. Satisfactory. Uh, this uh, I don't know if you've seen it on there, but it's basically a first-person Factoria. Uh, oh, okay. Gotcha. So you're building, you know, a bunch of conveyor belts and systems and mining systems and stuff to create a big monstrous uh, corporation on a on a foreign planet. That's what it looks like. Mm. Uh, and I'll talk about that next week. I haven't had any chance to really dig into it, but I did pick it up, uh, have that installed and ready to roll. I just need to take a look at it. Brian, tell us about Sinner, Sacrifice for Redemption. Sinners. Sinners. So, okay, so this... <laughs> This is a game I was actually playing last weekend before we had a we had a hiccup in our lives and we had to take a break. So mm. I'm going to review this only ever so slightly for the about uh, 30 or 40 minutes I played uh, of this game. Got this on the Xbox Game Pass, uh, and it is it is a it is a boss battle game. And what you're doing is you're going up against the seven deadly sins. And in order to fight each one of these seven deadly sins, you must prove yourself uh, as valor, and uh, you have to sacrifice uh, your powers as you go along. So as you go along, you'll accrue uh, a certain abilities to fight a okay. little better. This is, by the way, this is a uh, action RPG. Oh. I didn't really say that in the beginning, and it's mostly in black and white, and it's it's kind of dark and. Uh, and the characters, the, the, the people themselves, the characters in the game are like three-fourths scale. They're mm. not quite full-size for mm. some reason mm. once you actually get into the game. Some of the, uh, some of the cinematics before, everybody's full-size and doing their thing. But then when you, once you actually get into the game, you're like, uh, you're not quite full-size. It's kind of weird. It's kind of un, unsettling if you ask me. Mm. Uh, so you get in here. You got your little, you got your little guy, and, and you're fighting along, and you, uh, you know, as you kill uh, the many, the many guys, you know, the, the little uh, guys walking around with their, with their souls uh, disconnected from their bodies, you collect things, and Just, that gives you the abilities to fight better, uh, improve your equipment. Whether is this it be a souls game, a souls-like game, like the like the Dark Souls yeah. games, where you're sort of uh, loosely. Okay. Uh, you could that's a loose comparison probably that's probably okay yeah mm. that's that's not too bad All right. i mean but it's it's a little bit more is it difficult mm. like every fight takes deliberate like no. make sure you block then if you don't parry now you're going to get hit like that kind of stuff or no it's no it's not that brutal okay no all right and uh but the the main brutal part is the part where you have to come to stones where you'll have to uh advance your character to the next episode and what happens is you have to make a sacrifice and so you lose uh some of the things that you have gained along the way and have to learn how to fight all over again mm. and uh like i said i didn't get really far into this uh developer dark star and it's on the uh, xbox uh 360 game pass right now i'm not sure where else it is available uh but it's, it's mostly enjoying mixed reviews on steam came out late 2018 mm -hmm. and uh I look forward to hopping back in and doing a little bit more with it, but uh, I wish I gave a, a a better, more thorough review of it shortly. After uh, now that I'm back gaming again, gaming. It says here. Let's see. Oh, the, it's, it it master centers hard but fair combat. That's that's a uh, that's one of the game features. Um, some of these reviews say, oh no, people are calling it a Souls like. I think this is like a Dark yeah. Souls game. Yeah, it is. I think I, it is like a Dark Souls game, but I, 
the main thing I think about Dark Souls is always how difficult it is. But while the game was, you know, difficult, it didn't seem overly brutal. Like not as hard. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Maybe maybe it's like a Dark Souls arcade. Maybe. But the way you described like losing all your stuff and having to go learn it all again, that sounds very much yeah, like a Souls game. That is very, yeah, you're right. Which yeah. does not tickle my cheese. But there, this does not tickle my cheese at all. This is a game for somebody. Boy, these bosses, this boss fight that we're looking at is nuts. Look at her. Yeah, that was kind of tough. I always, I did the, the boss fights were pretty tough. Yeah. Well, all right, there it is. This is called Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption, available Sinner? on the Xbox Game Pass, also on Steam, and I would assume PlayStation has it as well. Yeah, you say it is an the, epic it's sound. On the Xbox, and it's like, on the Steam. Do you like the soundtrack? You say, yeah, the music is very good. I enjoyed the the music is very atmospheric, uh, and it, it it feels it feels right. It's probably the most right feeling part of the whole game. Yeah, well, I like feeling right about things. Don't I like you? feeling right, man. Yeah. Feel, you feel jacked. You're like, yeah, I'm doing sacrifice stuff. Yeah, I'm ready to redeem redeem my sacrificial redemption. Yeah, <laughs> right. And yeah, also, also while I was out and about running around a lot, I decided to uh, load up the Angry Birds two, even angrier and more birdier, maybe. <laughs> oh my lord! Mm. What are you playing this on? Phone? Phone? Yeah. Like <laughs> I said, I was out. I was out in the in the really real world a lot. Isn't this and, old uh, though? This is old. Isn't Angry Birds two? Yeah, like years? It's, it's not. It's not like super new, but it's. Uh, when did Angry Birds two come out? It's not that old, but it's not that new either. I would have thought like years. No birds <laughs> i put angrier birds I'm angry been, birds too i've been playing the ar one is that the one no 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 this came out uh, oh wow is this that old how old is holy it? moses it is old it's like 2015 but maybe there was some new stuff for some reason the apple store told me look what's new and hot it must have been some new uh, oh, maybe they update updating it yeah that's cool yeah, it must have been they must have been something new on the. i've been playing here you guys can see it. me in this i've been playing the, the angry birds uh let me get my camera so I can see it. See how it's me behind this. Anyway, it's the AR one, and that sounds dumb. Like, who cares about no, Angry Birds cool. and AR? It's actually pretty cool. It's like really well done. You have this, you know, you mark an area and you you build a little, you know, the you say, hey, this is the flat surface I want to do this on, and it takes an area. Let's see, let's do right there. Too close. Okay, good. Tap to place. You guys can't see this, but there's like a whole island here. And now when I go fight, I actually pull back in first-person view the the um, slingshot with the bird in it, and it works right. Really, it works really well, and I can get like all down in here and like look at it up close and back up and go around the other side. It's actually pretty cool. I know it's going to be hilarious. I think the reason why I got clued into the Angry Birds two, which I probably played before and just forgot. Yeah, there's a new movie coming out, Angry Birds two. Yeah, it's maybe directed. that's what. Maybe that's what. Tickled my radar. You know who's directing that? Um, my daughter and I were uh, talking about this. It's the guy who did the um, that really great show. It was only on th- three seasons called... It's on Cartoon Network. Did uh, The Amazing Misadventures of Flapjack. Oh, okay, yes. Did you watch that show at all? Dr. Barber? I watched it. I did watch it a little bit. It was not, it was not like uh, my favorite, but it, it was interesting. Huge favorite in too- this house. We love it here. Yeah. Super weird, but we love it. Super weird. Uh, anyway, he's, that's his, uh, project. So I'm actually, for, uh, actually find myself interested in a angry birds property suddenly. <laughs> um, but no, I don't want to put, see, here's the thing with angry birds. I don't want to poo poo it out of hand just because it was so popular for a while that we all just go, Oh, angry birds, that old thing. It's too easy to dismiss this stuff when we do that. Like they actually made 
those were hell those were a really cool physics games yeah so, if, if you yeah. need if you need to zone out yeah i i love those kind of games i don't have to think at all just uh, pull it shoot it oh you failed huh try it again then plus i got this cool yeah. song Tell me there's not like that's one of the great modern music music themes for games. It just is. Absolutely. I mean it sounds like Tetris a little bit, but still. Yeah. It's really good. I can I can get lost in that. I like it. Have we passed the golden age for mobile gaming yet? Are um, we like into something else now? No. Were we ever in the golden age, or are we just entering? Something? I don't know because there were some games that used to just you know there was just like there's just so many games now with mobile games. It doesn't seem like anything ever just like strikes me. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just looking at it incorrectly. Monkey it Banana says like- Bronze Age. I would say we're in the um. I don't know. We might be in the Silver Age. Silver Age? Yeah. I think Golden Age might be next. With these new services that are like, you know, like Apple's arcade that's, you know, going to have these exclusive games that you pay for and that have known microtransactions. Like, we might be able to enter into a new phase that takes them in a new direction that players are looking for, at least it will serve a a portion of the player base that are irritated by mobile games or the state of mobile. So mm-hmm. I, I think you could maybe, if that goes well, you could call that the golden age that we're entering into. I don't know. I never, I, I never bought into that whole like bronze, silver, gold. Like it works for comics only in retrospect because you're like, oh, well, if we look back, we can call it this. But I think we're just too much in the middle of it, you know? Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I just feels like I don't hear as much uh, common chatter about yeah. stuff. Like when Angry Birds come out, everybody had Angry Birds on the phone. Oh, when yeah, Plants vs. Zombie came out, Everybody had everybody did it. zombies. Oh yeah. Everybody everybody did it. Everybody got that on their phone. When that Pokemon Go came out, everybody was getting run over. Yeah. <laughs> and it was They had a big uptick. There, they had man. something like thirty six percent increase in uh, users this last month or something because of their stuff they changed or added. I don't know what happened. Right. That thing's going well again. I mean the thing is mobile is a is a monster. The problem is the monster is also hugely contested. Diverse? And diverse, so there's tons of noise. It's like the one platform with the most noise. Um, you could say PC gaming is similar to this, but I, I think it's, it's easier to zero in on what's what you want in PCs. Yeah. On mobile, yeah, it's so. just every day 50 new things that look like the same trash, and you're yeah. not sure what's good or what isn't good. Once in a while, something's great, but you don't know. Like that's mm. why they've got to figure this stuff out. I think it's partly why Apple's trying to come up with initiatives. Google Play, Google Play itself was was set up as a way to get the riffraff out of the way or to at least distinguish it from the, the, the stuff that was meant to be good. So they're just adjusting that. So it doesn't feel like golden age. We're in a, we're in a period of just still figuring that shit out. Right. In my opinion, my humbly, humbly opinion, humbly, humbly opinion, my humbly opinion, humbly mumbly. All right. How about playing this? We're going to play this. All right, let's get back to it. Uh, We're going to play guess my game. And uh, it's a little segment where we play a little bit of audio from a previous uh, or sort of an old game usually it doesn't have to be that old but something we've played before and we try to see if the other person can guess it I'm going to play mine first let's see if you can figure this out uh, I don't know if you were reading Twitter earlier because I kind of cheated and put it out there hopefully you haven't seen it 
you know, I, I haven't. So the only thing I saw was the boop show. I went directly to the boop show and have not looked at anything on Twitter other than that. Excellent. Here you go. See if you can figure it out. It's a game that used to just be. I'll give you a hint. It was on in my house constantly because we had we had this in an arcade cabinet in my house. Wow, and it was always on. So these sounds just take me back, dude, in a way that is hard to describe. But anyway, here right. you go. gonna say something i know this game oh my god is it coming is it coming to you no all right it almost sounds like a defender kind of game well i'll tell you the genre it's definitely a shooter it's a top-down shooter it's in the vein of something like galaga or galaxian right but it's neither of those but it's from that era Chat room's got God. it wrong so far. Nobody in the chat has it. I have played this for sure. But well, the crap if I can remember. But man, the sound design on that thing is amazing. This part, this part will eat your brain out. I'm pretty sure this is where you okay, this is a hint. You get to dock a ship. It's a ship docking. Then ship docking. Then you get this music. And then you go out and fight somewhere. And then these guys, I love these guys, how they die, because they sound like musical when they explode. Listen. I'm going to kick myself in the butt when you tell me, because I know this game. I have heard it so many times. The chat room has no idea either, so don't do not feel bad. It's kind of not a it's a little obscure, I have to admit, but it was in arcades and it was trying to compete with Galaga's and stuff like that. Never really quite did that. A few really great guesses in the chat, like um, someone said Lunar Lander. Uh, it's not Sinistar. I don't know how they got that. Gorp. Gorp is a fair comparison, probably. Gorp. Remember yeah. Gorp? Yeah, I remember Gorp. Love Gorp. Did, didn't Gorp have like voice files in it? Like Gorp. Or it used to say something, didn't it? <laughs> I am Gorp. <laughs> it was something like that. Anyway, the game is called Moon Cresta. Moon Cresta. And it was I a game by. I picture it, but boy, that, that audio is right on spot um let's see moon crest uh, i'm gonna look up i forget the name of who made it it is made by a company called nichon butsu or however you, the hell you ah, say ah yes i have seen this graphics too man i remember this game yeah but was it always called moon cresta even in the u.s in the because u.s in the u.s it was called moon crest i don't know about other markets in japan it was probably something else but it's a top down you know shooter deal uh, there's whole videos of it on YouTube. People want to go watch it. But it had this unique feature that between the stages, which got harder and harder, you would have to dock um, your ship. And, and you could create a three-level high sh- version of your ship, almost like a Christmas tree. And right. um, it was a little bit of riffing on the idea where Galaga had you, you could get two ships uh, connected at the side mm-hmm. if one of them yeah, got dropped yeah. and you picked it up. It was a bit like that. Except you had little tiny ship on top of medium sized ship on top of big ship. Marked as one, two, and three Roman numeral. Yeah, basically. And um, it always had this one quirk, and I was happy to see on the YouTube video it still had this. The little thrusters out the butt of you and other creatures that you were shooting at, the little, you know, rear yeah, thrusters yeah, trail. were yeah. off centered by just a pixel or two. Oh, and it used to drive me crazy because it was just a it's like a permanent glitch that nobody ever fixed or changed. And it's still true in all the ROMs and stuff. It's got this stupid shifted over uh, when it when I was in junior high, I remember just going, Oh my freaking gosh, what the crap is this? 
I bet I bet that was I bet that was something they had to do. I'm sure it was something that was probably programmatically uh, a, a solution to a problem. Yeah, and the chat room saying with the buggy. No, 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 that's Moon Patrol. We're talking about Moon Cresta. Very different game. It plays like Galaga, straight up Galaga. Yeah, it looks yeah, it looks a lot like Galaga. But yeah, I've I've played this. I and I've heard it too. But yeah, I don't remember it ever being called Moon Cresta. Yeah, that was the name. Maybe I just ignored it. I still have. There's a sit down cocktail version, like a bar version of Moon Cresta in the other room over there. It just doesn't work at all. Right. It's just sitting there. I guess one of the few things I got on my. You noticed, I guess. So. If you noticed, I guess Defender a lots of times. When I just don't know. Yeah, you always <laughs> go Defender if you don't know. Always. It's totally fine. That's got to be Defender. Maybe Defender? I don't know. Here's yours. Let's see if I can figure it out. Thank you for visiting the post office. We are now closing. This office is open 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Okay. A little more modern. Yeah, definitely. Sparks the elevator's out of action. Okay. Found a blueprint. Give it to me. Well, looks like the elevator would have taken you right to our P.O. box on the second floor. It's definitely not Half-Life chat room. He doesn't talk. Yeah. Uh, give me a give me a hint about Era. Give me an Era. Year. Era. It was. Uh, it came out in uh, 2003. All right. There's more. Let's see. Here we are. Head to the freight elevator in the back of the sorting area. And uh, you may have had this then, on your Xbox. Xbox. Original, original Xbox. This has nice sound work in it. Yeah, you like that sound? Yeah. The sound is the biggest clue. And the and the voice. These are some secondary characters you would not seen in this game made um about a, about a movie. About a movie. Mm. Oh shit. Um based on a movie. A Tom Clancy movie? <laughs> Yes, a Tom Clancy movie. Really? Not even close. Really? No, it's, oh, no, it's not. No, okay. it uh, wasn't at all. 2000, uh, 2003, we had just seen... The Matrix! Uh, yes, The Matrix, but what is it? Enter The Matrix. Probably Enter The Matrix. Yes. Wait, this, the isn't Matrix the, Matrix. this is not the MMO. This is, a, this is just a standalone no, game, this is, right? This is the, yes, it's the action-adventure standalone thing. Acting was good in that. The oh, yeah, the acting was fantastic. And I, I remember... This this game was so promising and so exciting, and I I remember it just loving the crap out of it when I first started playing. But then it, it I don't know for some reason I I never really went too far, and I think it 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 got repetitive or something yeah. possibly. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what I didn't what happened. Uh, I was just looking here the <laughs> the Matrix Online. Oh my lord! All right, that's not that. the same game, obviously, but that mm. was that was supposed to be like the big yeah that was going to be the next thing and. It did not go well. They closed no. it the same. Was it the same year? Hold on. Released. So. It was pretty fast. Okay, here it is. They released it in 2005. Closed it down July 31st, 2009. Yeah, I remember going into the. I remember going into the uh, the GameStop. Yeah. And uh, and playing this little demo. Getting your and also getting your getting on. it later on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Uh, chat room. Excuse me, just for fun, I want you to see this. Uh, <laughs> this horrendous art. On uh, the Matrix Online, they they used in-game models, and I'm sure they spruced them up a little. But jeez, looks terrible. Anyway, that's Morpheus. Oh yeah, that does look bad. That's pretty bad, right? Oh yeah, Enter the Matrix is much better. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. A classic in a modern way. 
Well done. Time for this. Whoops. Time for this. I mean, it turns out MMOs are hard to make, so I'm not surprised that that game struggled. But what? Yeah. They're not easy, especially in the the long shadow that was currently in 2005 being cast by, <laughs> by World of Warcraft. It was very hard to compete. So if you were going to do something, you better have something rad or else yeah. probably not going to make it. Um, all right. Here you go. This is uh, an email. Email time. Boopshow at gmail.com is where I get these. We've got a couple Boop. of these. Uh, first one came from, let's see, did I get a name? Yeah, Chris, who says, great iPad games. I stumbled across this little guy a few years ago. Micron. He says, it's a simple looking puzzler. I had a really good time with it solo. Then it got tough and I asked my friend to help before I knew it. The entire household was taking cracks at these puzzles together. Highly oh. recommended. I don't know what that is, Micron. Let's see. Micron, just the video game, right? So Micron, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Ooh, Micron puzzle game. Here we go. Micron game. Available on Google Play, Apple's App Store, and on Steam. Uh, oh, there's a trailer. All right. Let's, chat room, let's put it up for us and see what we got here. I'm not going to play any audio, but I can tell what this thing's about by hitting play. Okay. Let's just go there. There's All a right. lot of Micron. Oh, Micron Free. Is that what we're looking at? Puzzle e- games? Micron. Let's see. The website is microngame.com. Oh, it looks like um, it is a puzzler game. It looks like it's a get all the dots to where we need the dots to go game. Oh, I love those. I'm not good at them, though. Oh, I'm not good at them either, but they're a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, yes, they can they be. Got a free, they do have, they have, do have a free version, so there's apparently two oh, versions. Oh, they do. One for, okay. right. for uh, $2.50, or if you just need a taste, free. Oh yeah! If you buy directly for PC, Mac, Linux, and Android, it costs you two forty nine. You get a Steam key with that, so you can oh, run nice. it on Steam you if you want to. Places. Yeah, that's oh. pretty cool. Oh yeah, people like love uh, people love this, and I guess it's it also does the beat uh, along with uh-huh. it. So you're playing it, and it's in the and the little balls are hitting at the beat. I like it when my balls hit to the beat. Balls hitting at the beat. That's right, son. Got one more quick one from Shrimp Beats with a Z. Shrimp beats. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, he says this. If you were trapped in a locked room for eternity and could only have one, no! arca- one arcade game with you for all of time, which do you choose, says Shrimp Beats? This is easy for me, so I'll let you go first. All right, so this is a twist on the on a, trapped on a desert island, but now we're locked in a room, which is much more claustrophobic. I think I may go crazy. Yeah, but you'll have electricity uh, as a point, so you can play an arcade game forever. Right, right. So the, the you know... You know, there's a lot of arcade games that I played over and over again, and I remember just being so fatigued per- fairly quickly, which was good because it used to cost quarters. Yeah. So, like Mortal Kombat and that kind of thing, I would think would be awesome to have, but I think I would get pretty tired pretty quick. Uh, I tell you the the like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. Yeah. Those four player, even though it's even though it'll only be me, yeah. I could like splits. I could split some personalities over time, <laughs> and I could learn to play. You know, like with my feet. So the older the that, older and crazier you got, the more you would yeah. be able to use the multiplayer functions. I see. I love that. That's what I'm, th- I'm going to go with that. You have right. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. I love yep. that. That's awesome. That's actually a really good beat em up. So I, I don't I do not decry yeah. your choice. Uh, for me, uh, chat room. Some of them already figured it out. It is uh, <laughs> fastidious. Says Civilization Two. That's not in an arcade. 
It has to be an in ar- it has to be an arcade game, chat room. That was the rule here. It says We had it rules. Says one arcade game. So we're assuming something from an arcade. It could be modern or otherwise, but I would choose Joust. And that would be Joust one. Uh not two. Two's kind of weird. You don't think you don't think you'd ever get tired of Joust? I mean, would you like just keep trying to top your high score? Joust is so not game. predictable though. It's like one of the great things about it at the time and even now is that every game plays out differently. Um, there's no pattern to it. There's no right. like Pac-Man. There are patterns, right? You can memorize them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joust never has that. There, I think that's why I liked it and love it still. Is that it, it's always different and is right. And sure, you could get so good at it that you're just beating it all the time. But at least you're taking a different path, getting there every time. Like you're not having to do right. the exact same stuff. So that's that that's my take too. It's got to be something that they can switch up, like Mario Kart. Like uh, the arcade one, that would be great because, you know, many times have I been like in first place and, you know, next thing you know, last place. And it, it doesn't happen every time, but it happens often enough that you think maybe there's a pattern. Right. And I'd like to try to figure that pattern out. Yeah, me too. Uh, there you go. Those are our picks. Check it out. Brian and Scott going crazy in a room with no windows or doors. Nah, what would you hate to be locked in? What, what video game, Mark Gay, would you hate to be locked in? Oh, my Lord. Uh, what game would be the worst? I'm going to go with the game, your pick for the day. Because uh, <laughs> that would, if you couldn't adjust the volume on that thing, oh, my God. <laughs> Mooncrest at full blast. Um, right. I For me, the, least, the game I would least want to have around are ones that I actually like as games, but I hate when they're idle because you can never yeah. turn it off. So I hate uh, the Gauntlet game would always have that guitar riff and that yes. wizard yes. needs food. They would just oh, say yeah. the lines and that would drive me crazy. And then also the other one where the guy goes, or Sinistar, where he's always going, Sinistar, freaking, <laughs> I'm going to eat your balls or whatever. And you, and it just would never stop. It would drive you, you know, crazy. I almost, said, I almost said Gauntlet, but I'm glad that you uh, you reminded me of the, of the idol scream because you won't be playing it all the time. No. Gauntlet was right? a chatty mother effer. That thing would just sit oh, there and yeah. go, yeah. Wizard needs food, man. Come put quarters in me. It's terrible. <laughs> and I hope you have some food, or that'd be a constant reminder. Oh. Wizard needs food. Oh, God, it's is right. Run, coward. Oh, my gosh. That game was that game was constantly pissed. Sinistar was mad at yeah. everybody. And it wanted yeah. to kill you, and it wanted to kill your friends, and wanted to eat your quarters, and then murder you with that giant spiky head. Escape or die! Like, it was just such a pissed-off video game. Uh, all right, so there's our picks. Thank you, Shrimp Beats, if that is your real name. Shrimp Beats! And uh, that's it. Send your emails. The Sorry, what is it? Boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. That's going to do it for the show today, everybody. Huge thanks for hanging out with us, everyone. We always love having you guys here. Don't forget, you can send us voicemails. I've got a couple of them parked and ready to play. I just need to get them uh, done. So I'll get those done for next week. 801-471-0462. Let your opinion be heard. Tell us what arcade game you would like to die with in a room. That's 801-471-0462. Boopshow at gmail.com is the email address. And on Twitter, at Boopshow. You can always follow our Reddit at boopshow.reddit.com. And I think that's all the things we would say. I think so. Uh, Thanks to Dave, who just sent me a game on Steam. Uh, Astrologaster, a story-driven comedy game set in Shakespeare, London, based on a true and truly ridiculous story. Not that I thought thought it was. I thought it was that asteroid game that we got recommended to us. 
Right. Nope. And he's and he said, "Hey, I was gonna give this to Scott too, but I can't get in touch with him." So oh, there you go. Oh, why? You should just email me, boopshow at gmail dot com. Do it. <laughs> I answer while well, I read them all. I don't always answer them, but I always read an email. That's my new stance, by the way. I read every email I get. I don't respond oh. to all of them, though. I, I read them, but I'm not answering. I'm not answering all of them. I'll answer a lot of them, but not all of them. Just, just know I've read your email. I've got a couple longer. where all it is is just like, hey, can you tell me what kind of microphone you use? And usually if it's a quick <laughs> one like that, I'll just say, yeah, I use the PR40 from Hale. I like it a lot. It's all good. All right, now, can you tell me how many wires you got hooked up across the thing with the deal? And like, they just want me to go on. Those I can't answer so much. I just get, I've just got too much going on. No offense. No uh, offense. We love you. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do love like you. That. Yeah, people who talk with that awesome accent. Hey, that are we giving up. away video games after this? Uh, normally, yes, but today, no, because I have a dental appointment. So, no is the answer. I forgot oh, to tell you that. Cool. Yeah, I have to go do that before they close at six. So, that'll be fun. Uh, wish me luck. It's just a clean, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to have it. Always, it always then. starts there. But normally, we will. We're not today, so we'll do it next week. Plenty of video games to give away. And uh, get in line because you you could be next, chat room. Uh, so watch for that. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, and for all of you. Oh, go to Boop Show. Go to frogpants.com slash boop. I forgot to mention that. That's our website. For me, for Brian, for all of you, we'll see you next time. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam.